0: everyone welcome to capes and japes uh i hope everyone had a nice holiday weekend um if you celebrate christmas i hope you had a nice christmas if you don't celebrate christmas i hope you got to enjoy some nice time off um from something <laughs> <laughs> whether that be work or school or existential ennui um I hope you got to enjoy a break from it. Um, but we are back. I mean, we didn't leave. Um, (laughs) we're, we're still here. It's just, it's just a regular Monday. Um, and, uh, in, um, in the spirit of the holiday season, (laughs) why, why don't we unpack one of the, most troublesome mutants that exists um we uh talked about professor x last week after you know like 259 episodes um of podcast uh and we briefly mentioned uh his son david haller um but now we're going to uh go into go into detail about it and sort sort of a doozy um i feel i mean there's like there's there's a lot there's a lot of mutants who you have to preface it by being like this is sort of a wild one um <laughs> but who oh boy uh david holler wowza <laughs> uh so as uh as Mentioned, um, what, uh, what happened is that, uh, when Professor X first met, uh, Magneto, um, Magneto was working in a clinic helping, uh, Holocaust survivors. Um, and one of these Holocaust survivors was a woman named Gabrielle Haller. Um who uh professor X met uh and fell in love with, had a relationship with for a brief time um she was uh kidnapped um and Professor X and Magneto worked together to rescue her um during which time they sort of came to realize that their uh approaches to like i mean like dealing with crises in general but also specifically like dealing with anti-mutant prejudice uh were fundamentally incompatible and they sort of parted ways uh but uh professor x continued his relationship with Gabrielle, um for a time after that uh they broke up Mutually, amicably, um, without Charles knowing that Gabrielle was pregnant with his child. Um, and Gabrielle, I'm not sure if she knew at the time or if she also found out after they had already separated, but either way, she decided, like, not to tell Charles about this, raise this baby on her own. Probably for Um, the best. Yeah, you know, (laughs) probably you can look at Charles Xavier and be like, I don't know. I don't know if I really want that guy involved in raising my child. Um, And and if she'd known what was going to happen with David, maybe she'd be like, I should keep this guy around so he can, (laughs) you know, tell me about how to deal with mutant stuff. Or maybe she would be like, I don't think I should keep this guy around, because he's probably gonna mess up my son even worse than he already is, um, but in any case, uh, she leaves, she, uh, ends up remarrying, um, to a man named, do I have his name, um, Daniel Shamron, um, who, uh, is also from, uh, Israel, uh, and, uh, Gabrielle ends up becoming, like, after David is born, becomes, like, uh, an Israeli ambassador, um, I think in Paris, um, and, you know, for, uh, a little while, (laughs) leads a relatively normal life. I think also, like, subsequent stories have, like, Probably mostly because of, like, timeline slippage, um, have, like, gone back and forth on whether, like, Gabrielle is still, like, a Holocaust survivor, um, but, you know, one of those things that kind of happen when comics are supposed to be constantly taking place in the present but nobody is aging <laughs> accordingly. Um, so the, uh, three of them are living in Paris. Um, David is young around 10. Um, when they are attacked, uh, their house is broken into, um, and they are attacked by like anti-Israel terrorists um who they kill gabrielle's husband gabrielle i believe survives as as far as i know she is still alive which seems weird um because she's uh a mom (laughs) and it's comic books um but i i believe she survives, um, and, uh, this event, this, you know, home invasion, the attack, the death of his stepfather, um, ends up acting as, you know, an inciting incident for, uh, David's latent mutant abilities to arise, uh, <laughs> as is so often the case. Um and X-Men he, just uh,
1: love dead parents.
0: X-Men love dead parents. They love when your parent dying makes your mutant powers suddenly manifest. Um so he uh lets out basically this like uncontrolled like telekinetic shockwave that, like, kills these assassins with psychic damage, (laughs) essentially. Um, but because he is, like, connected to them while it's happening, he feels all of their, like, you know, thoughts and emotions as they're dying. Um, and he also absorbs the consciousness of, uh, the leader of the assassins, a man named, uh, Jemael Karami. Um, and his consciousness, his identity, his personality, whatever, become, like, part of David's mind. Um, and, uh, as a result of, uh, all, all of this incredibly traumatic series of events the the invasion the violence the the death and then also immediately after that experiencing the dying thoughts and feelings of a bunch of people caused by him um david is uh rendered catatonic for a little while and uh this is also the uh inciting event for his dissociative identity disorder. Um.
1: <laughs> surprise. <laughs> um. And if if you think that comics handle this well, think again. Think again. Uh, like. <laughs> one,
0: this was the 80s. But also two, it's still not being done well in comics now. Um, there's, uh. <laughs> There's another even worse thing that I'll get to in a second. Um But uh so the the way the way that David's uh dissociative identity disorder were I don't think it was even called dissociative identity disorder in the eighties.
1: Um, probably not.
0: <laughs> probably not. Um is he has uh, the same in the way that like, you know, Regular dissociative identity works is he has, you know, various alters who are, you know, personalities that his mind has created. Um, but then he also has, like, an alter who is... Another guy who he absorbed. (laughs) Yeah, the personality of this guy who he absorbed into his brain. Um, Karami, who... In, um, his, in, in David's early appearances, at least, Karami is, uh, sort of the altar that shows up the most, um, because, like, over, like, while he was in David's brain, um, he, you know, came to realize that, you know, David was, an innocent kid who didn't mean to hurt anybody, and, like, he also had exposure to these, like, telepathic powers where he could, like, sense other people's thoughts and realize that, you know, it's like, oh, these people I was sent to kill were, like, just, you know, people. Um, and he became sort of, like, protective of David and was, like, trying to, uh help sort of reintegrate some of these altars that formed, um, so that, you know, potentially David could live a more
1: regular, stable life. Um, As opposed to what the 80s thought dissociative d- identity disorder did. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Um, cause the other thing, the other thing about this, um, it's sort of the, the crucial thing about Legion that makes this not, like, regular dissociative identity disorder, is, um, all of his alters have a different mutant ability. I mean, hey. Um, Yeah. Sometimes these things just happen. Um, so it's, uh, Karami, I believe, is the one that's in touch with his, uh, telepathy Um, two of the others who are introduced kind of when he first shows up are a, um, a personality called Jack Wayne, who's kind of like, like a macho gunslinger kind of guy who, uh, controls telekinesis, um, and a girl, uh, named Cindy, who's like a sort of, uh, like, stubborn, like, hot-headed teenage girl, um, who, uh, has fire abilities, uh, but he does, at this point, have over a thousand personalities, and I don't think all of them
1: have, like, shown <laughs> up, um, that but would It would be a is, lot it... for comics to keep track of. <laughs>
0: There'd be a lot for comics to keep track of. Um, but also it's like, cause he has over a thousand. It's just like, you know, pretty, you can just make one up and be like confident that you're not like
1: running over the limit. Um, I mean, and the guy's codename is Legion for a reason.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, all, all of the, all of the personalities have their own power. Um, and most of them, um, are pretty powerful, um, some of them are way more powerful than others, uh, but because of this, um, David is often, uh, like, often considered by people in-universe and also out-out of-universe to be the most powerful mutant that exists, because Uh, his power is, like, theoretically limitless. Like, I think it's generally kind of implied in universe that, like, it, like, his kind of ultimate power is just, like, unlimited reality warping, basically, and it just kind of gets split into all of these different aspects. Um, but... It's Guy Wanda. It's Guy Wanda is the thing. I mean, like, I guess, like, diversity when we have one character with, like, almost unlimited power, but they're crazy, (laughs) who is a man, (laughs) instead of a woman,
1: um, It's those pesky uh, woman emotions getting in the way. (laughs) I know. Um... I it's
0: not uh uh doesn't really feel like a win. Uh I'll say no. that because it's it's, it's it's not still, a win. It's not a it's win. <laughs> Equal opportunity ableism is not a win. No. Um I would just I think maybe um maybe we <laughs> I mean, went in the wrong direction here and nobody just, should have like, you know, too much power and that
1: makes them crazy. <laughs> Equal opportunity ableism is just really getting me. <laughs> 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 no, don't worry, we're ableist against all genders here. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: also, um a bunch a bunch of uh Legion's personalities have uh extremely silly names. I'm just scrolling through a list now and it's like Findel the Finder Jester, uh, right. a plant-like entity with the attire of a jester um,
1: okay, non-Newtonian kind of Annie.
0: Okay but this is kind of fun. <laughs> no that is fun. Like they're fun um, Pucatus Junior a small cherub-like demon who flies and can vomit an acidic substance. Don't like that one Zero G Priestly, a robed priest who floats up to, upside down and can control gravity. Um, and then like a bunch of, like <laughs> most of the more powerful ones are like you know oh we can like fold space time or he can like control all people's minds at once and stuff like that. But then some of them are you know just I guess
1: a guy who vomits acid. I mean, look, they can't all be super powerful. There's, like, over a thousand of them in there. There's... There's over a thousand
0: of them, and there's only so many extreme superpowers you could have. Um, so, anyways, um... David, uh, eventually sort of, uh, comes out of his catatonic, like, traumatized state. Uh, and uh in in a move that's like maybe I don't know maybe worse than the dissociative identity stuff um he he suddenly has autism (laughs) um
1: but like don't you hate it when your mutant powers give you autism don't it doesn't that fucking suck um it's like like, damn I got my mutant powers and now I can't make eye contact
0: I know, this is to the point where, um, like, even on wikipedia.org, um, it refers to it with, like, uh, later, David, who is now in his late teens, developed a disease the comic inaccurately describes as autism. <laughs> like, do you know, do you know how bad you have to mess up in comic books? For- <laughs> if Wikipedia... In every comic book article, like, described- like, mentioned when something was inaccurately described, that would be the entire text of everything, um, so you- it- it has to be- you have to mess it up pretty bad for Wikipedia to go out of their way to be like, this is not what it is, (laughs) um, and since his, uh- like very first appearances this has not been a thing um and i think it's been retconned to be like he was diagnosed with autism because nobody understood what was actually going on with him and they were like oh autism i guess um so <laughs> we he just is- made
1: we just had this diagnosis for this other thing maybe that's this <laughs> i don't know slap a label on the boy it's fine it's fine um it's
0: like um i think it's like implied that his like development is kind of uh you know delayed paused at the moment when he was 10 and all of that traumatic stuff happened and then he was like catatonic for several years um, yeah that, that would like, delay
1: your development <laughs> That would, that would
0: cause some some issues in there for sure. Um, but that's not what autism is. No. <laughs> At all. Um so that's
1: uh yeah. Uh Do you think it's a- just uh, another... like he acts <laughs> diseases where you act childlike. And in the 80s yeah. they're like Autism, maybe, and they're like, "Cool, that, going with it." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, hold on, what are the?" And they're like, "Nope, nope, that's what I'm calling this thing." That's like, that's what he's I, got. That's what he's got now. It's like that's not how that works, but okay, I guess. I I guess diversity win. Diversity win. Legion is autistic, I guess. Um.
0: So, uh, his mother ends up, uh, contacting, uh, Moira McTaggart for help because, uh, she is a scientist and she, you know, knows about mutants and, uh, maybe she can figure out what's going on here.
1: Um. (laughs) Help, my psychic son is catatonic. Please help. Um And Moira's like, okay. Yeah. Uh
0: and Moira also I don't think Gabrielle knows this, but Moira also has uh, you know, um experience um, like taking in other mutants, notably uh Rain Sinclair, um our friend Wolfsbane, um and also she, uh, she, like, kind of, like, helped out, uh, Jamie Madrox. Uh, so, uh, um, David gets sent to, uh, Muir Island, where he is staying with Moira, um, as he's, uh, in, in his brain dealing with, you know, all these struggles Traumast. between his these traumas, you know the traumas. Um you've heard of them. Um and this is where he ends up making his first appearance in comics is while he is uh on mirror Island, he uh is shows makes his first appearance in an issue of New Mutants. Um our, our good, good friends, pals. <laughs> our good pals, friends of the show, the new mutants. Um,
1: because, um, I believe because his... Uh... I think he did a brain blast and they got like a call from Moira and they got there and there was like a bunch of rubble. And she's like, hey, yeah. this very psychic boy needs help. Can somebody this... go in his brain? Can- please
0: go inside his brain. At some point during this he does absorb um the two the the two the two people who got turned into native americans <laughs> during the Demon bear storyline um which I think we talked about when we talked about Danny but I still just can't like
1: yeah no it's fuck
0: wild <laughs> I can't freaking believe it it's so 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 whack. Like, even in, like, the late 80s, that you would be like, this is a normal thing to put in a comic book. Like, baffling. Okay. Uh, but, uh, the, uh, new mutants need to try and go inside this guy's brain and, uh, figure out what's going on. Um, one of, uh, David's personalities, Cindy, has a crush on Doug. Who
1: wouldn't.
0: (laughs) Who wouldn't? Obviously. Perfect boy. Um, and it's also during this that, uh, Professor X figures out for the first time that this boy is his son. Um, although I think, I think in Krokoa stuff, it's been, like, retconned, uh, because they do this whole thing where they're, like, Moira's, like, in a time loop. She's known what was going on this whole time. Part of her plan with Xavier to eventually create Krakoa was to, for them to have, uh, powerful mutant children. Um, which, like, (laughs) how's that going for you, Charles? Pretty good, it doesn't seem. (laughs) Um, but, uh, they, uh, a bunch of them get, uh, trapped inside David's brain, uh, for a little bit, but then ultimately, uh, they are able to, uh, settle things down, uh, stop, you know, (laughs) David's kind of psychic meltdown, get everybody who's not supposed to be in his brain out of his brain, um, and, uh, for, uh, for a little while, sort of, you know, get David's dissociative identity disorder to the point where David is like the main personality, but his altars are still there. Um They're hanging out. They're they're just they're just vibing. Um the official this on the official Marvel website bio, um for David, they Refer to this event as, although no longer autistic, what David remained at the psychological level of a 10-year-old child. That's even less how that
1: works. Uh, are they just, do they just think, like, comatose? What? I don't know! They, I mean, they say
0: catatonic and autistic separately, so I don't think that's what it means.
1: What but, did like, they- what What are you talking about what do they think autism is i that is that's such a good question maybe we just need the new mutants to go inside our brains and then we won't be autistic anymore
0: yeah maybe (laughs) maybe if we psychically absorb a bunch of the new mutants um
1: and uh They they could sort out whatever's going on in there yeah, they just it- just
0: just put it all back to where it's supposed to go.
1: Um Doug, can you fix the part of my brain that's like no 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 every time I'm in a loud room? Can <laughs> you
0: just kinda jostle some things around in there, please? Thank you.
1: <laughs> um god. So that that really kinda sets Although no longer autistic. <laughs>
0: Although no longer autistic, great, great buddy. That's I'm glad I'm I'm glad that's how it works. It'd be, <laughs> wow, thank goodness.
1: Um, when you mask too hard, when you mask people... too
0: hard. Although no longer autistic,
1: um, <laughs> no longer autistic. Uh,
0: anyways, so uh, all of this sort of sets uh the tone um for stuff with Legion going forward where he's like not villainous uh but he tends to be an antagonist more often than not cuz it's usually like oh no, what else, gonna to what else are you going to do?
1: What else are you going to do with a character with mental illness, am I right? <laughs>
0: yeah, obviously. I say voice
1: dripping with sarcasm. Yeah.
0: In recent ish years, there has been like i think more stories where he's you know things are like from his point of view, and he's like a more kind of i mean he's always like relatively sympathetic but like a more you know protagonist character instead of just an uncontrollable a guy that's causing force. problems <laughs> yeah a guy causing problems on accident um or maybe it's like one of his personalities is causing problems on purpose but that doesn't mean that you know David himself is causing problems on purpose so it's different um but uh he kills uh destiny uh rip rip destiny the the mutant mystique's wife yes yes um <laughs> and, uh, Irene Adler. Yes, Irene Adler from Sherlock Holmes. (laughs) Sherlock Holmes was mystique, obviously. Um, he, uh, absorbs, uh, Irene's mind for a little bit. This is a thing where it's, like, the, the, the consciousness absorbing thing, like, it's usually if somebody, like, dies like close to him physically close to him then <laughs> emotionally close to him oh no yeah oh no um then their uh consciousness just sort of gets absorbed into his brain like automatically um but uh he can also do it to alive people if he just sort of Copy tries based. hard to in himself
1: <laughs> Um Just, his, his true power is just copy pasting people into his brain. Yeah, exactly. Um, he,
0: uh, one of the things that happens with Destiny is she, like, uh, projects this image of, like, a potential alternate future, uh, into her, into his brain. And then when he absorbs her, she, uh, says, uh, In true Destiny fashion, she's like, uh, the world would, you know, the world could change if only years ago Professor X had been given a chance to fulfill his dream. Um, and David was like, fulfill his dream. What does that mean? Uh, I guess I have to kill Magneto. (laughs) Nick! The main thing standing in the way of, uh, you know... Professor X's dream of humans and mutants living together. And Charles. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I go back in time and I kill Magneto. Um so he tries to go back in time and kill Magneto. Um at the like around the time when uh Professor X and Magneto first met. Uh, but it ends up like <sighs> Obviously, this is how these kind of things go. Uh, Professor X, like, stops him and he accidentally kills Professor X instead. And then he, uh, <laughs> erases himself from existence. Uh, he backed to the future himself. He back to the futures himself. Um, and this leads to a, one of, uh, the many, many, many X-Men, like, alternate universe, alternate future kind of, like, crossover storylines that exist, uh, called Age of Apocalypse. And out- out of all of these storylines, more than one of them is the result of Legion's actions. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, like, it leads to this whole crossover storyline where, like, because Professor X is dead, Apocalypse ends up, uh, taking control of Earth, um, and, you know, how these alternate future X-Men are trying to stop him, um, and then, uh, you know, eventually the world is, uh, returned to normal by Bishop, which is also usually what happens in alternate future, uh, X-Men events, is they're like, we need to get the time travel guy! (laughs) Um, so, uh, At the end of this, David seemingly dies, but it's comics, so obviously he doesn't. Um, he, uh, is gone for, like, a a good chunk of time, uh, and then he comes back in a, uh, New Mutants storyline, um, his old friends, um, (laughs) where he, uh, Magic, I think, is able to kind of, like, contact him from the astral plane, um, and then he, uh, comes back, and then, uh, his, like, more, t- all of his, you know, less benevolent altars, like, end up, like, coming to the forefront and like are, like, terrorizing, uh, this, like, Colorado town, and the New Mutants have to go stop him. Um, Ileana also discovers that, uh, David has a personality called the Legion, um, which is, uh, ominous, (laughs) ominous, supposedly the most powerful and, like, quote, unquote, the truest personality, um, and, like ends up, like, destroying the elder gods that Iliana is trying to kill by, like, uh, just making it so that they never existed at all because that's, like, the scope of power that, uh, he has. But this also occurs, like, multiple times where it's, like a, like, a personality will show up and be, like, I'm the strongest Legion personality and, uh, also the real one and I'm the most powerful and they all have names, like, One of them's called The Fiend, um, which is, like, like, able to, like, absorb David's other altars and, like, give itself all of the powers. Um, one of them's called Lord Drama.
1: I feel like he's just gonna make an oracle deck out of this.
0: Yeah, honestly, I think that would be, um, maybe a, a beneficial kind of creative outlet, um, (laughs) for him to express everything that's, going on inside his brain, um, there have been, like, also, like, several attempts by other people to try and, uh, figure out how to quote-unquote fix, uh, David, um, one of them is, uh, (laughs) Dr. Nemesis, a guy Hmm. with a name that means you definitely want him messing around in your brain,
1: Um, I want Dr. Nemesis to fix my mental illness. Yeah. um, I trust this man implicitly to quote-unquote fix my brain. Yeah, no question. Um, He
0: starts like, basically like, cordoning off like, uh, David's various altars from, uh, the rest of his brain. Um, which I think Professor X finds out about and is not happy about, um, because he's like, this is not, you are, uh, basically these, uh, like, these personalities do have some level of sentience and you're kind of killing them, uh, and also I don't think this will go very well, and then it doesn't go very well, um, because, uh, you know, David's mind ends up, psychically creating a new altar to prevent this guy from, uh, getting rid of his other altars. Um, and, uh, the new altar takes the form of Moira McTaggart, and then, uh. That's
1: kind of actually very sweet.
0: (laughs) I mean, it is, it is nice.
1: Um, Moira will protect my brain from Dr. Nemesis.
0: Moira will protect my brain. If only Moira could protect all of our brains from Dr. Nemesis. Um, but, uh, the Moira altar does, uh, protect, uh, protect David's brain by, uh, creating a new splinter, like, pocket dimension reality, um, Uh, and a new crossover alternate dimension, alternate future storyline called Age of X. Um, where, uh, mutants have, uh, been basically, like, almost wiped out, uh, by humans. But in this reality, uh, Legion is on the X-Men and, uh, is a good guy. So, that's sort of, that's sort of the way in which this new alter part of his brain, like, perceives this as helping him. Um, it sucks for everybody else, though. But, it's also not real. It's like an alternate dimension, and then, you know, they are able to, like, reach out to Legion and get him to realize that this isn't, like, his... Powers just basically created this and then everything goes back to normal. Um, so that's, um, that's fun. Uh, they also at some point, um, Reed Richards and I think, who else is helping with it? Uh, Madison Jeffries, um, a mutant who just uses his normal human name. Um, why not? When you've got yeah. a name like Madison
1: Jeffries.
0: Madison Jeffries, a pretty good name. Um, build David like a special like a Ben Ten wristband where each of his altars gets a number and he can uh punch in the number of the altar that he uh wants to access and therefore kind of like use their powers at will um, I don't like this because it feels too much to me like, uh, like actually, your mental illness is your superpower, like mm. hooray, um, not that like I want like it just it it just feels weird to me.
1: I feel like it's very hard for comics because either it's going to be like bad or like kind of toxic positivity bad
0: yeah it's like it's it's going to be it's going to be bad no matter what
1: um yeah like only people with DID allowed to write legion from now on thanks
0: <laughs> yeah taking him uh taking him away from everybody um but this ends up not lasting very long at all, um, and David decides to kind of, uh, try his own methods of getting his powers under control. Um, he, uh, tries, uh, he has an incident where he's, um, studying at a monastery and things are going pretty well for a little bit, um, and then, uh, Professor X dies in uh an event that we talked about uh last week um and uh David like senses this happening um and uh has a an uncontrolled brain blast as a result of it and uh accidentally kills basically everybody at this monastery um and then uh tries to use his powers to erase himself from existence um And fails. Um, and then this is what leads to the, uh, creation of Lord Trauma. God. Um, which, oh boy. Um. It's quite a name. (laughs) Yeah, it, it, it is a name. Uh, he does, uh, he does go to therapy for a little bit, but then he, uh. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he does, um. Absorb the mind of his therapist, uh, and probably leaves her less body. good. That's less good. Her body's in a coma. Um, so that's oh, so he cut and Yeah, you know, you know how these things go. Um, there's uh a storyline where a bunch of uh Jamie Madrox duplicates um are like going out of control, um, and. Uh, the X-Men don't really understand what's happening, they can't find, uh, like, the, you know, prime Madrox, uh, and then they, uh, find him and they find out that, uh, Legion basically trapped him and placed each of his altars and their powers in a different Madrox duplicate, Um, and now David's walking around like, hey guys, I'm normal now.
1: (laughs) Um. And Jamie's like, what happens if I reabsorb all these guys? I don't want to be Legion. I was just getting the hang of
0: my deal. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, end up, you know, they, they, uh, sort that out. (laughs) Madrox is okay. Um. It ends up being like, uh, this is, uh, one of the last things that happens before Krakoa. Um, and, uh, Legion, like, reveals that he did this because he was trying to, like, avert, you know, a potentially catastrophic future, which almost happens, but then they avert it anyways. Um, hooray. Uh, during, um, during Krakoa, um, I always just refer to it as Krakoa, as a, like as opposed to Hawkspox or Reign of X or Dawn of X or whatever the actual title of the storyline is. Just the Krakoa stuff. Um, yeah, the Krakoa era. Yeah. Um, David is uh captured by this uh, anti mutant group called Project Orcus, who are one of kind of the main antagonistic forces in the Krakoa era i don't i don't really fully understand what their whole deal is because i read the parts of you know hawks hawks pox and uh inferno and everything that they were in but they were very confusing <laughs> so i don't <laughs> really understand it uh but they don't like mutants <laughs> i
1: got that part um so they- I mean it's an X-Men book. There's gotta be some sort of like secret society that doesn't like mutants.
0: <laughs> there's always gotta be at least one. Um they capture David and like run experiments on them where they're basically like using David's altars and his reality warping powers to like run scenarios of like, you know various situations, various ways in which they could potentially destroy Krakoa and the mutants, um, and I think Kurt ends up rescuing him, um, I'm not sure, this happened in one of the current X-Men books that I didn't read, um, so I'm not sure what has happened since then, with, uh, with David, or, uh, if anything, um, but I think he's okay? I mean, even if he's not, you know, he'll come back. It's comics. It's comics. He'll be fine. Well, not fine, but he'll be back. Um, this is, uh, we've also gone this whole episode without describing, um, his hair. His hair,
1: um, so, David is in, um... His hair is so big because it has so many personalities in it. His
0: hair is where he holds all of his personalities. Um, he, uh, has this incredible hairstyle that just sticks straight up from the top of his head. Um some art styles try to portray this a little more realistically. Um, but especially when he like first shows up in like new mutants, um, it's just like, whoom, like, a, like, like this kid has a broom on his head. Yeah. Like the zaniest, like nineties cartoon character you ever did see. Um, it, it's also, um, there are at least some iterations where his like, appearance changes based on you know what Alter is in control um and I think this is an effect that like is happening in universe as opposed to like an effect that is for the reader's benefit but I don't know if it's clear if it's like his actual... a storytelling device <laughs> yeah or like even if it's like his appearance is like physically materially changing or if it's just he's like projecting a new image of himself into people's brains.
1: Um, Illusion magic.
0: Yeah, exactly. So uh, who's who's to say? Um, there was also a uh, TV show about him uh, a couple years back on FX that was supposed to be very, very good. My mom really loved it. Um, but I... Believe the TV show doesn't like, doesn't do the uh, the like dissociative identity disorder part, which is a little wild to me because that's kind of the thing, but also maybe they were like, This is we can't do this right, (laughs) we can't do, we shouldn't, we shouldn't really be doing this. Um, this is a little, this is not really something. That we should uh be touching,
1: so no thank you. It's not the 80s anymore.
0: It's it's we would have really to not do
1: research. We would um, have to pay a sensitivity reader. Yeah. Uh but uh yeah, it's
0: oh boy, it's a lot. Um I um did you read any comics or did you have anything else to say about Legion?
1: Uh, no to both. Instead of reading comics, I did watch an entire season of Owl House. Oh my god. We should, maybe we should do an Owl House bonus episode. I mean, we haven't done a bonus episode in a couple of months, because we've just been very busy. We've been very busy. It's
0: been the holidays, and you have been working all of the time.
1: Oh boy, Um, howdy have I.
0: Yeah, um, I did not read comics. Um but I did receive uh as a Christmas gift um the uh Matt Fraction uh Jimmy Olsen series Ooh. from a couple of years ago which I read the first couple of issues of and then as is so often the case it was like you know I fell behind on one of them and then I was like I'm not going to I can't like go back and like catch up on all these so I'm very excited to read that from the beginning um Because the issues I did read were very, uh, fun and very charming. And I am excited. Um. Nice. But I, that, that's all, that's all that I had. Um, if you, uh, if you want to keep up with us, uh, online, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook. Um, all of those are at Capes and Japes. Wait, did I list all of them? Twitter, Tumblr? Yeah, I list all of them. Um, sorry. It's, it's, been okay. lo- <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Um, if you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Um, if you want to uh join our Discord server, you're more than welcome to do so. We would be happy to have you. Um we have a Patreon uh if you're able to support us on there as mentioned we are behind on bonus episodes um but we will be we will be getting back on track so um Eventually. and in the meantime if you join the Patreon there are still many many months worth of backlog bonus episodes for you to listen yeah, to cuz
1: i'm pretty sure we started in 2018 when into the spider verse came out so there's a lot <laughs>
0: That is a lot. Wow. I wasn't, that's many hours of content. Some of them are quite long also. Um, if, uh, you aren't able to support us on Patreon or you don't feel like it, but you want to help out the show, um, leaving a rating and review is very much appreciated. Uh, we would love to give you a shout out if you do that. Um, telling a friend about the show if you think They might want to hear about, for example, this extremely, (laughs) extremely weird story of Legion. Um, Or, uh, coming back and joining us, as you have done once again. So, thank you for being here with us on this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia.
1: And I have been Briar. And, as always, please tell us if you have DID and you would actually like having a Ben 10-style bracelet to, like, Zap an altar into place.
0: Yeah, let let us know. Let us know in the comments. <laughs>